live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. A desperation three. Misses. Rebound Pettiford. Up under. And in. Bobby Pettiford with the shot of his life. He catches. He flips over the shoulder and down. And KU will win it. The snap is good. The kick is long enough. It is up. It is good. Still two seconds left on the clock. A 45-yard field goal for Tyler Bass to put the Bills on top. 28-25 with two seconds remaining. Third and goal from the two. Handoff coming to the left side. Hender shot on a handoff to the tight end. And all of the tight ends are going to jump into the Salvation Army kettle. Dart takes a snap. Fakes a pitch. Shovel pass ahead. Busted up. State picks it up. An incomplete pass. The Bulldogs defense has stopped them. The two-point try fails with 125 to go. And State clings to a two-point lead. We marched it downfield. <laughs> good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Ah, uh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Friday, 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 November twenty fifth. T-Row in the morning showtime live in Orlando, Florida today. On a Black Friday, an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans as we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Toby Rowland, Drake Dyken with you today, A1 and McGriddle. Thank you for tuning us in. Uh, Bright and early sun is up here on this Friday morning. As we get set for the semifinals here tonight of the ESPN Events Invitational, OU and Seton Hall going to meet each other tonight, 7 o'clock Central Time, in one semifinal. And then tomorrow night, we will be out on the high plains of West Texas for the final game of the regular season for Brent Venable's Sooner football team as they take on Texas Tech, wild Thanksgiving Day yesterday. You heard part of it there. We'll talk about it. We've got Baylor and Texas coming up at 11 a.m. this morning in college football. Huge day of college basketball yesterday and again today. It's been great if you're a sports fan. And beyond that, I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your families and your friends. I hope you had lots of turkey and mashed potatoes and dressing, cranberry salad and pumpkin pie, ham, whatever you wanted on your Thanksgiving table, tryptophan, nap, all of that good stuff. And uh, now you got to go shopping today. That's how we do it in America. You wake up this morning feeling bloated, and you go go shop to your drop. 
Drake Dyken, good morning. How are you today, my friend? Good morning, T-Row. How's my audio back there, Draker? Uh, sounding great. Sounding great. It's like you're in the booth with me. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Happy day after Thanksgiving, Drake. How was your Thanksgiving yesterday? I, I saw some pictures from one of your four, five, six Thanksgivings yesterday. Uh-huh. It looked like quite a feast that you had. Absolutely. That was the final feast for Thanksgiving. Uh, quite literally, uh, it was a lunch that was served at my mom's house. And uh-huh. I woke slept in a little bit yesterday, thank goodness. Uh mm. After uh, having to get up every day at four. It, you know, my body's still, I uh, had to tell it the night before to not mm-hmm. wake up at 4.30. Uh, kind mm-hmm. of the opposite of what Kevin Henry says to his body whenever he has to uh, right. he get up and everything. just tell his body when tells he, his body when he, he gets it. up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I told my body not to get up at 4.30. Somehow that happened yesterday. And my only meal yesterday was... The lunch, if that says anything about how much I ate. What about your dad's house? Well, that was the night before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I Wednesday thought you night. were having two Thanksgivings on Thanksgiving Day. No, 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 no. We went over this. We went over this plenty. I don't think you told me what day you were going to your dad's house. If you uh, did, I forgot. No. Uh, you forgot. So let me yes. recap. Yes. You've had at least one Friendsgiving earlier in the week. That's right. Is it was it only one? Uh, are we counting the one that we had with the radio crew minus you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yes, just the one. Don't Friendsgiving. You dare <laughs> tease me about that tonight? That'll be tonight out in Lubbock. Yeah, yeah Bob Cunningham tonight. takes everybody except me out to eat. That's right. Uh, hey, usually our- you. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. it, you've. This will be the first time I think that we'll have gone out. As a radio crew, without you, we've gone out before without Plank, without Teddy, mm-hmm. I think without Gabe. So you're the last on-air guy since I've been on the crew that's going to be uh, left absent. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a good meal tonight. I'm sure um, that uh, – how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving – are you talking about Thanksgiving Day or just in general? Uh, let's just cover the, uh, what, 36, 48 hours since uh, we talked last. Since we last were on. Uh-huh. So Wednesday, when I was on with you from uh, Granny B and Papa Ron's back porch, we ended up, uh, that, that night we had Thanksgiving food because it was the only day that I was going to get to be with the family. Mm-hmm. So they were very nice to uh, kind of adjust the Thanksgiving schedule. And that night we had our turkey and mashed potatoes and everything. And it was very, very good. Very good. Uh, and then I got up early. Well, not early. I, I left like their house like 10 o'clock Eastern time, Thanksgiving Day, and came back here to Orlando. It's about an hour and 15 minutes away. And then uh, joined the team and had a basketball game last night. There you go. So that's it. That's my story. Uh, got nothing beyond that to say. Um, I don't have seven Thanksgivings like you do. It's all right. I had one Thanksgiving, and it was kind of half of a Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah. Half of a Thanksgiving? Well, 
I don't have the sandwiches or the leftovers or yeah, anything. Okay. Okay. And that's really Thanksgiving for me. Like I enjoy the meal. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the meal. But what I really love is going back to that refrigerator about 12 times over the next three days mm-hmm. and making sandwiches and warming up the dressing and, and uh, where's the gravy? Where'd you put the gravy? You know, that kind of stuff. That's what Thanksgiving is really about. And I don't have any of that. So I think when we get back home, I may have to make us like uh, I may have to make us like some turkey and mashed potatoes just so we have some leftovers in the house. Because I'm missing that. Like, I really, last night after the game, I wanted a turkey sandwich. So, anyway, count yourself fortunate, Drake, that you have 12 different Thanksgivings, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you know, is it stupid or is that yeah, very one. smart? Well, I, I mean, you're one. talking about how you want multiple meals out of your Thanksgiving. I've already done that. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I want leftovers. Uh huh. Leftovers. I've got plenty of leftovers. I've got. I, I know I've got you a do. Weeks worth of leftovers. I'm well aware of the gluttony of riches that you have put into your stomach and into uh-huh. your eyeballs over Thanksgiving. This sounds hey, you more like have a, a Thanksgiving with me? thing to me. Hey, hey, you uh, in the on the at Walmart? You want to have Thanksgiving with me? Yeah. Hey, why don't we all get together? We'll have, uh, what are you doing on December 12th? We'll have Thanksgiving together. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm available July 22nd if anybody would like to have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like we're having a Christmas party on January 13th hey, that at the was, radio station. That was not my doing right there. It's I, the same I, thing. I tra- Christmas party? <laughs> that was not my doing. Anyway, I'm glad you had a great Thanksgiving with your family, Drake. And uh, how was uh, who who had the better Thanksgiving, mom or dad? Who had the better spread? Uh, I think Come it was on, mom's house again. Yeah, it was mom's house. Mom um, wins. Yeah. Sherry yeah. over Dana. Sherry and Jerry over Glenn and Dana. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with uh, Glenda and Jerry, but uh, Glenn and Dana. And Sherry and Jerry, yeah. That's great. That is great. Uh, what was the star of the show? Star of the show was, well, the, the main course section of things. It was, uh, or I guess the main meal, not dessert, but it was the dressing again. Um, yeah. My mom makes excellent dressing. It's my grandma's old recipe. How, that do you, how does used, your stomach so. do with dressing? Uh, pretty well. I've never it really be had a, a little dicey there. You know, the dressing's yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, in it. it's got a lot of flavors being uh, put in there, a ton of sage and everything. I've uh-huh. never had any problem with it, so I was able to run Rupshaw over the dressing yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, the best dessert again was uh, the world's greatest pecan pie that my mom makes. So here's the other thing: okay. uh, when you have thanksgiving at somebody else's house Mm -hmm. okay even if it's family as was the case for me there's a little bit of peer pressure there there's a little bit of i had a plate you know maybe i'll get some seconds but maybe not i don't want to make a fool of myself here right and then i'm gone the next day 
You know what I mean? Like it was delicious for like a half hour and then it's over. Yeah. And when you're at home, you're like, I'm going back for thirds and fourths and fifths and I don't care. I'll go put on the sweatpants. I've got uh, leftovers. It's just a, like I saw people posting pictures of here's how much I weighed before Thanksgiving. Here's how much I weigh after Thanksgiving. Uh, All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I just like had a turkey dinner. Like I kind of ate healthy, honestly. How about that? I mean, not really, but I didn't have seven helpings. I would really have loved seven helpings. Well, and there's also the peer pressure that's involved with whenever you eat at home for your family dinner. It's that one dish that somebody in your family made. Well, aren't you going to get some of my green bean casserole that I made? It's the yeah. only thing that I made for this meal, and you're not going to eat it, really? Everybody's examining yeah. your plate. Yeah, absolutely. You, you are grading you out. What your loyalty is questioned by whether or not you put your uh, five-cup salad from somebody else on there. So, You know what I love? Uh, you five cup salad reminded me of this. Uh-huh. This is—I don't think this is necessarily a Thanksgiving thing. In fact, I rarely ever run into it, except at like a church potluck or something like that. But every time I see it, I get very excited. I love a good seven-layer salad, Drake. Seven-layer salad. Okay, so what is that? It's a seven-layer salad, okay, Drake. But what don't are the make seven me layers? Explain. It's a salad. Uh-huh. With seven layers on it. Okay. What are the seven layers? I don't layers know are... what the layers are, Drake. It's know. a lot of layers in there. It's got a lot. It's got like, it's got a lot of stuff in it. Uh-huh. It's it's got like a little creamy dressing in there. I don't exactly know what's in it. I just know that some little old lady at church brought a seven-layer salad, and it's delicious. Now, is this a? It's a bit of a mystery. Is this a s- salad salad or is this a? We've yeah. got marshmallows and uh, sour no, no, cream. No. And sa- okay. It's lettuce, mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of other stuff. Somebody okay. out there, let us know what's in a seven-layer salad. I feel like there's, like, peas in it. Okay. And I don't even know. I don't even know. Somebody out there who makes a seven-layer salad, share with us the ingredients of a seven-layer salad. Uh, but they're good. I know that. I, I you're rarely like that's maybe like a once every five years type thing, mm-hmm. where you're in a setting, and Glinda. No, you've got a Glinda, don't you? Irene, <laughs> no. no, there's the no organist, <laughs> brought a seven layer salad. You know, <laughs> one of those situations. Uh, maybe my- I'm thinking of seven layer dip. What's the salad I'm trying to think of right now? Seven layer dip is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I was. I had seven layer dip in my head that entire time. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm not. Th- I do love a seven layer dip. What's the salad I'm thinking of? What's that called? I don't know. Oh man, uh, a wedge. Now nah, get out of here with your wedge salad. <laughs> I'll think of it. Somebody cop salad? Is out. that what you're thinking of? Somebody will help us think. It's not a cop salad. No, somebody out there will. Somebody out there's reading my mind. They know what I'm talking about today. Well, we've had an upset this morning, by the way, at the World Cup already. Iran has defeated Wales 2-0. This is in the U.S.'s group. I have not listened to the post-match breakdown, but I think this is good for the U.S. It would have been better if they had tied. And Iran scored in stoppage time and then scored again immediately to win it 2-0. But Wales going down, uh, I think, opens the door a little bigger for the U.S. to advance. Now, the U.S. gets England today, 
at 1 o'clock. I'm trying to do the math in my head. You know, they're a big underdog to England. Even if they get zero points from England, I think if they were to beat Iran, that would give the U.S. four. Iran would have three. Wales, very unlikely to beat England. I think it'll come down to the U.S. beating Iran on Tuesday to advance. Obviously, if they beat England or tie England today, then uh, that opens the door even wider. That would be amazing. So I think this is a good result. Uh, Eager to read some of the analysis afterwards. It's always a little tricky to figure out what you need and what helps you and what hurts you and all that kind of stuff. But I think Wales going down today is good for the U.S., So, anyway, that first World Cup game's in the books. Again, the big England-U.S. showdown coming up at 1 o'clock this afternoon. All right, let's take a break. We've got a packed OEC Fiber Football Friday in front of us. We'll run down the schedule of today's show next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Welcome back to the T-Row of the Morning Show. A1 and McGriddle with you today. Uh, I'll be headed to Lubbock later today. T-Row tomorrow morning. Uh, haven't seen any weather update in terms of what's going on in Lubbock, if it's snowing yeah, it's there or not. terrible. Yeah. Make sure we have uh, baggies for baggies. the equipment. Yeah. Like... Uh, Today, today is awful. Uh, rain, snow, mix, cold. Wintry mix. Wintry. Uh, it's going to continue overnight. And then tomorrow morning, um, I think it's going to warm up a little bit to where it's just rain. But for game time tomorrow night, it looks like it's going to be about 40 degrees at kickoff. About 10 mile an hour wind and potentially still a little rainy. It's definitely going to be just like wet and icky out there but it's a turf field so we'll see we'll see it sounds to me similar to Morgantown but maybe not like the rain throughout the game I'm hoping the rain will have ended before we kick off or or will be ending as we kick off out there in Lubbock tomorrow Uh, officially scientific term icky for the weather okay uh this hour that you're on the like morning is brought to you. Brought to you by McIntyre Law and uh, McIntyre Law and Noble McIntyre specifically. They're your personal injury attorney firm here in the state of Oklahoma. If you have a personal injury out there that you're looking to get worked out within the letter of the law, Noble McIntyre McIntyre Law can help get you justice. And they don't. They're not like some out-of-state firm that will just come in and try to settle your lawsuit. They will come in and try it if necessary, and if they don't get the deal that you deserve, visit McIntyreLaw.com for more information. Air Comfort Solutions text line T Row. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's all caps. So I, this isn't me yelling at you. This is the text line yelling at you all from right. the nine one eight. Good morning, T Row and Drake. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I've got you loud and clear blaring through the speakers of the trash truck in the 918. Huh. Inter- interesting twist you put on the uh, text there. A little bit of an accent you added to it. Uh, I wasn't intentionally doing that, but yeah. sure. 
Uh, Curtis B checks in on the text line. Happy Thanksgiving, A1 and McGriddle. Happy Black Friday. Happy OEC Football Friday. How about them Cowboys? Boomer Sooner. Yeah, I got. I don't. I think it might be the first Thanksgiving in my life where I saw no football. Well, that's not true. Late last night when I got home, I watched the end of the Ole Miss Mississippi State game, but I saw no NFL football at all yesterday. Zero. That's weird. I did see, you know, the results, and the Cowboys won, and they were behind at halftime. And uh, what did the Bills got a last-second field goal? All that kind of stuff. But certainly a different Thanksgiving day. So did you get to take in the other basketball games at the Invitational, or no? Well, on TV. Okay. We well, we arrived at the end, uh, like the last four-minute segment of the Ole Miss win. Uh, basketball win over Stanford. So we saw that, and then, you know, as we were setting up, they were finishing up. And then that's it. The rest of it uh, on television. Watched a whole lot of college basketball yesterday. Whole lot. Great finishes, man. The Kansas finish was crazy. Did you see the end of the Seton Hall Memphis game? I did not, no. Walk me through it. Oh, OU plays Seton Hall tonight because Seton Hall beat Memphis on a last-second three banked in from the top of the key. They had uh, – they're down to about two seconds left. They inbound it to a big man who's looking for a little guy and he can't get it to him. And so he just shoots because time's running out and he banks it in from about 25 feet out. So that's how, that's how Seton Hall – Advanced to get I think OU you have a tonight job for that, don't you? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. I don't know. What he, am I supposed to have for in. this? He banked it in. Um, uh, Air yeah, Comfort yeah, Solutions. I do have a drop for that. Yeah, Text sorry. line. T Rose a little bit grumpy this AM. Laughing emoji. Laughing emoji. Uh, I guess. Holy mackerel! That's not it. That's not it. No. Oh baby, what a shot! Oh, no, nope, that's, that's not, not it, it either. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I don't know what he banked it in is. I don't know. Are you sure I've got one of those? I know you do. God! God! He banked it in! There it is. There he it banked is. it in! He found there it. it is. Yeah, I got it. Okay, that's it. Zero's a little bit grumpy this AM. <laughs> laughing emoji, laughing emoji. Um, I'm just angry when people don't do Thanksgiving the right way. And Drake has obviously broken the rules of Thanksgiving. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a seven-layer salad, is and it, it is okay. delicious, uh, okay. according to Tracy and Burleson. Um, let's see. I'm pulling up the seven-layer salad. Okay, it looks like we have layer one at the bottom. It looks like a romaine lettuce. All right, very good. Uh, some cherry tomatoes, tomatoes. Mm, yeah, Next. All right, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some red onions. Okay. Some English peas. Yes, peas. I knew peas were in it. Some cheese. Yeah, of course. Uh, it looks like one layer of cheese and then dressing. And then, Now, what's the dressing? It's like a creamy dressing of some sort. It looks like a... Seven-layer salad is kind of a wet salad a little bit. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. like... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to the ingredients here. Oh, no. That's, that's hard-boiled eggs. Is oh, definitely after, eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got bacon... 
What is the... Uh, it is a Greek yogurt dressing, according to this recipe. All right, here. all right. God! God! He baked it in! He baked it in! Um, Sounds good. This recipe has a mixture of Parmesan, honey, apple cider vinegar, salt, and garlic powder. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah. All I know is that when Irene, the organ player, brings the seven-layer salad to the church potluck, I can't get enough. I hardly ever get a seven-layer salad, but they are delicious. Another person sending. I'm sure the they're terrible for you. Same thing. Dr. Stickman and says Boomer Sooner. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's the creamy uh, dressing is uh, definitely going to be high in fat. Uh, mm -hmm. Another person here saying seven layer salad, lettuce, bacon, peas. This one has peas. cauliflower instead nah, of I don't eggs. Think so. uh, dressing, onion, and cheese. All right, so I got my uh, – the more I said seven-layer salad, the more it sounded wrong in my head. But that was correct, seven-layer salad. Different than a seven-layer dip, which I also love. Mm -hmm. So what's the moral to the story here, Drake? Uh, seven layers equals goodness. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's a, You put seven layers of something together, and I'm going to eat it. Uh, last question here, and it has to do with the basketball game yesterday. I couldn't watch the game yesterday, but I was curious why Bamisil didn't play more, didn't hear anything about an injury, so I'm guessing it was a matchup thing. Also, Jacob G is looking good and a quote-unquote glue guy so far. Yeah, we'll talk some uh, hoops coming up uh, in a bit. I think it was just uh, he wasn't playing great. I mean, I, I think that other – no, he's not hurt. Definitely not hurt. He came in, threw up an air ball in the first half, and then came in in the second half, threw up another air ball, and uh, got called for a couple of fouls trying to guard uh, Bandamel. Uh, that was tough for me, TJ. We had Bamasil guarding Bandamel. And, uh, yeah, I think it was more of a CJ matchup thing. The good news is that, uh, you, I mean, you got to play three games in four days, and there's a guy that didn't play much last night, Joe Bamasil. So, Maybe he can give you some fresh legs tonight. But I think it was just kind of a matchup thing. Well, you've talked about how much deeper this team is than last yep. year's team for Porter Moser. And for the, sure. The luxury that he has this year is if a guy like Abamasil isn't playing well, isn't able to contribute much in terms of scoring, he has the luxury of going to somebody else off the bench. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, good win last night. I do want to spend some time talking about uh, Porter Moser's team getting the win over Nebraska last night, 69-56 here in Orlando. If you haven't heard, it'll be Seton Hall tonight in the semifinals, 7 o'clock Central Time tip-off. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back on Wednesday, late in the show, we were joined by the sideline reporter for the Texas Tech Red Raiders, Chris Level. We're going to re-rack that interview for you, a little more insight on to what uh, Brent Venable's team faces tomorrow night out in Lubbock. We'll hear from Chris Level next. I'm live in Orlando. It's the T-Row in the morning show on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, year one for Joey McGuire out there in Lubbock with Texas Tech football. Um, what have you thought of Joey so far this year? How have things gone for him? 
Well, I, I just, you know, everybody knows Joey uh, just from, his, you know, because he coached at such a primo high school with a bunch of D1 athletes. Uh, so, you know, I know Coach Benables has known him, and he just knows everybody in the league because everybody recruited Cedar Hill for many years. And and um, I, I just I, I love who the guy is. He's very genuine. He's the same guy all the time. He gets his kids to play really hard, and uh, he's just really into this thing. And it, it, I think the fan base has certainly seen uh, kind of, what what he's about and he's got everybody excited and it, it's been a you know semi up and down year just because they've had so many quarterback injuries but from Joey's standpoint I mean they've really only not been in one game and that was because they threw five interceptions to Baylor which that's not going to go well uh, no matter who or, or where you're playing that game but uh but yeah Joe, Joey's been great man I'm uh and, and you know this but I, I was a big fan of Matt and uh, love what what he was uh, what he was about, and and still talk to him. Actually texted with him last night, and so probably going to be a weird weird deal that uh, Matt comes in with with the Sooners in his senior day, and a lot of those kids will be honored. Man, those are those are Matt's guys. Yeah, that will be an interesting side story here. Let's talk about the quarterback situation. You've played three of them this year, um, seemingly all three sometimes in the same game. Uh, Tyler Shuck went for you last time out. What do you anticipate the situation will be on Saturday? Yeah, Toby, it'll be Tyler. You know, and that that's that's been part of the the frustrating aspect of this season is that they felt really good about all three guys going into the year. Tyler clearly won the job though, and then but then injuries just start to take their toll and you just had a hard time finding any any level of consistency, just because you're, you've got a different quarterback, uh, you know, every other week it seemed it seemed like. And uh, they, they at one point they led the country and throwing interceptions, just because you're you're trying to kind of semi change the offense and change what each guy is really good at and all that each week. And your non conference schedule was was tough against Houston and, and at NC State when they were ranked uh, really high. Uh, but t- but it'll it'll be Tyler uh, going this week, and I think they'll. I, I just makes me wonder what this team would have been able to do had Tyler been able to start and play the whole the whole way. Uh, because I think he's very smart. Uh, he's a 23 year old kid that he he's tough. He's his intelligence is what I think uh, puts him in a in a good spot, and he runs it a lot more than people uh, realize. I mean, he uh, he led the team in rushing with about 80 plus yards against Kansas a couple weeks ago. And, he ran out the ran QB power. Uh, it looked like Kansas State out there for a little bit, trying to run out the clock against uh, Iowa State, and got a first down to ice the game. Literally, by the way, because I'm still falling out from that trip to Ames. That was not smart on my part. Yeah, he's a good athlete at six five. Uh, he's he's really good. A strength and weakness. If you had to say what this team does best and what worries you the most, what would those be? Well, it's weaknesses are one. The, the turnovers have just killed this team, and if and if anything, they don't create enough and nitpicky there with Texas defense because I think they have played pretty good football this year. They just don't do a good enough job of maybe making some of those plays that can change a game and and, and creating some takeaways. Uh, they they've been just steady, and then that's the thing about this Tech team, Toby, is they're not really great at any one thing they're not just terrible at any one thing they're just solid across the board they don't have a ton of nfl type guys on offense like we're kind of used to having around here you know eric azucama was their best guy last year and left early he's playing for the dolphins now they don't have the one guy that you can just throw it to or hand it to that's going to bail you out 
more often than not, but they also don't really struggle at any position either. Uh, they're just kind of good everywhere, and it, it could be any guy on any given Saturday. And then, you know, defensively, they've uh, they rush the passer well. Tim DeRuiter, longtime coordinator and, and previous head coach, uh, he, he mixes it up a lot. And I think that's where the age and experience is on this team is on that side of the ball. But there's a bunch of – uh, fourth and fifth and sixth year guys on that side of the ball, and that they're, they're they play good football for the most part. They've gotten uh, they've given up some things too. Kansas State was a, was a bad game. Baylor was obviously a bad game for for, for this defense, but um, they're just kind of solid. And so anyway, they're maybe their their biggest strength is lack of weakness. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, I'm not big into the recruiting world. I kind of pay attention to it from the periphery. But I mean, it was at least my understanding that one of the uh, hopes in going and landing Joey McGuire is that that would help in that regard because of all his connections in the state of Texas. H- have you seen that? Have we have we seen that that recruiting is going well and that's starting to pay dividends? Yeah, if you if, if people are into that, they're going to see Texas Tech in the you know the, near the top of the the rankings and and, and all those things. And I think he it, this is the tricky part about that thought process is that he, he has gotten a ton of high school, really good high school prospects to commit to, to Texas Tech, better than we've seen around here in the last decade. However, the game has changed a bit, and everybody is older, and, and if you are younger, it's by your choice, and I think there's going to need to be some patience shown here. I think he wants to build it like they did at Baylor, and that is you you take really good big people and you, you you're patient with them and you grow them up and then there's a payoff there and he saw it done twice in Waco uh, where they turned that thing around twice and obviously won a conference championship with that that thought process last year but you got to keep guys here you you gotta you know there's got to be a level of patience and, and all that that comes with it but as far as the the recruiting aspect yeah they they've tapped into uh, the state of Texas and they they've done well. What are uh, a couple of the most important things for Texas Tech on Saturday night to win this game in your mind, Chris? Well, I, I think they they've got to you know get into a rhythm on offense. You I mean that what they're best at, Toby, is this tempo uh, stuff. I mean, it, but that you've got to you've got to be able to get in a level of rhythm and get some first downs and kind of because that they put two really important drives together against Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State's defense is a pain to play against. Uh, they don't give you a whole lot, but they, they went on a 96-yard and a 77-yard drive, and that was enough to, to win that one. That won't probably be enough to, to win it against Oklahoma, who's a little more explosive on offense. That's an understatement because I mean, Iowa State's defense or offense is bad. Uh, but, you know, I, I think a lot, you know if you can get into some rhythm and, and some tempo, I think that that suits you well. That's what Tyler and these other quarterbacks have been really good at. Uh, but you know, but to do that, you, you've got to, you know, you got to get some first downs. You got to avoid turnovers and things like that. Uh, otherwise, if it's just if it's repeated three and outs, you know, you're you're, you're in trouble. You can't get any flow or rhythm of the game, and uh, that's where Zach Kitley, the play caller, he kind of, you know, is like, guys, we got to get that first first down to, so we can run our tempo and things like that. But and and then just avoiding the mistakes. I mean, I, I can't emphasize it enough. I mean, I think you've thrown 16 interceptions this year, and at one point it led the country. And it's just, it, it just can't. They're they're not good enough to overcome those things, and most teams aren't. But this one specifically is not. And 
you can't give a team like Oklahoma a bunch of extra possessions. Are you? What's the weather looking like? Have you peeked ahead towards Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've got PTSD from uh, you know standing in sixteen degree weather with five degree wind chill. I'm like, how people live in Iowa is beyond me. I don't. I don't get that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, this is your y'all's choice, people. You, you chose to live here. This is. I mean, what, what are we doing? Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, for the first time ever on the sideline, I had uh, I had uh, heated up chicken broth. Yeah. Uh, just to try to get that—that's what they were serving everybody and hot chocolate, all that, just to keep try to keep everybody warm. I, I think it'll be—it's going to be somewhere in the 40s. Uh, you know, it's not going to be too bad. They are expecting uh, some rain and snow to roll through here on Thursday and Friday, uh, but I don't—it uh, it, you know, temperatures will be above freezing and all that, so it shouldn't be—it shouldn't be too bad. And, and trust me, bad. it'll feel like a tropical, tropical paradise compared to where I just came from. Are the crowds, you know, are they are they into it? Are they into Joey McGuire? Are we going to have a good how, a good crowd on Saturday night? You know, Toby, that's a great question. They, they have been. I mean, the crowds have been awesome this year. This is Thanksgiving weekend. I, I you know, this is the first mm-hmm. home game that Texas Tech will have played on a Thanksgiving uh, weekend at home since two thousand eight. Um, and so it's been a long time since you've hosted a game on Thanksgiving weekend here at home because they were. They got to where they were playing Baylor uh, on that Thanksgiving weekend at AT&T Stadium for about a decade, and they got away from that. And so, you know, and then they've they've played in Austin on Thanksgiving weekend a a lot uh, in recent years. So this is the first time that they'll host one. And so I'm not real sure what the crowd will be like. Obviously, if students are going to be there, they're going to have to come back from their holiday a bit early. So that's a great question. I'm not real sure uh, what what to expect, but the crowds typically have been – have been good so far this year in a, a seven game or home game season, I guess. Uh, so, and the Red Raiders are obviously what five and one at home. So, it's been fun so far. We'll see if uh, we'll see what it looks like on Saturday. That's Chris Level, sideline reporter for the Texas Tech Radio Network. Good insight there. We'll take a break. We'll continue live in Orlando on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. When we come back, you could text the show Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five. Six five one three four three nine. Back up to this final segment of hour one of the T Row in the Morning Show on this Black Friday. Any of y'all out there searching for the best deals online or at the big box stores? Be sure to remember your local stores here this weekend. Uh, I know here in Norman, what they call it is Small Business Saturday. So be sure to. Uh, show some love to those local shops, yeah. wherever it is that you are. Uh, this hour of the T-Row. by you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by McIntyre Law. Uh, speaking of uh, something that's local, McIntyre Law is local to the state of Oklahoma. They're not some big box uh, law firm from out of state that's just going to come in and settle your personal injury case. They're here for the state of Oklahoma. They're also here to get you justice, over $250 million of justice served for their clients over the years. Uh, let them help you with whatever your personal injury situation is. Visit McIntyreLaw.com for more information. A couple of text messages, Drake, and then I need to run down the, the schedule for the show today. Okay, very quickly, very quickly. Happy, quote, my wife is making out the Christmas lights up day. Boomer Sooner, that's from Shane, the train in Newcastle. Oh, uh, Jenny can't wait to get home today uh, to get the Christmas stuff out of the attic. She's 
she's itching to put up the Christmas decorations today. There we go. There we go. Uh, and a couple quick more. They're not very long text messages here, but for what it's worth, in the Bible, seven is the number of completion. So there you go. Yeah. Going back. I think to the, that's in reference to seven my layer dip for and a seven, seven layer, layer salad, salad yeah. and or seven layer dip. Yes. And we've got a pick for King of the Mountain. Go ahead. Mickey Worley from Ringling. He wants the Jets. The New York football Jets. That's right. Okay. Um, Let me get this open here. I didn't have my King of the Mountain page open. Okay, here we go. Mickey Worley. I got to make sure he's not cheating here, Drake. There's only three left. Mickey Worley, Ryan Taliaferro, and Tanya C. And you're telling me Mickey wants the Jets. Uh, he has not yet used the Jets, so that's a good pick, Mickey. And you're in. I'm waiting on Ryan and Tanya now. Uh, well, remains to be seen if it's a good pick. It's a pick that qualifies this week. That's right. That's right. Okay. Coming up uh, next segment, 7.05 this morning, we will have uh, this week's Ref Royal Rumble picks. Only two weeks remaining in the Rumble, folks. Huge implications on this week's Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble picks. We'll share those with you next. 7.35, Steely's uncle will stop by for his regular Friday visit with us. 8.05 this morning, my three predictions for OU Texas Tech. Uh, Drake, are we going to have a Drake's take or a TJ's gut today? Uh, I haven't heard anything from TJ on his gut just yet, so it might be Drake's He said he'd take. be sending us something. But he has not. Haven't seen now, it. Now, based on his Instagram post, perhaps it's been a traumatic week for him mm-hmm. in Mexico. Uh, something about never stay at this resort. I remember seeing that on his post. So, uh, but we have not. So, in that case, Drake, be ready for your Drake's take today at 835. Chris Plank will join us into the show. Scene setter for OU Texas Tech into the show. And then in between all of that, in between all that, we're going to talk some OU basketball and we're going to cram in as many of your text messages as we can today as well. Hour one in the books live from Orlando. I'm with the OU men's basketball team on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. We'll be back. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.